Hello, everyone, and we hope you're doing as well as possible during this COVID-19 pandemic. I'm practicing self-distancing and recording this from my bedroom closet. This is a bonus episode of Banner Health storytelling podcast, Bedside Stories, and it comes with an underlying message of hope. This podcast always aims to take listeners behind the scenes for some of the most emotionally compelling stories in healthcare. Pretty much any medical worker would offer an especially fascinating story right now. Today, we're talking with a nurse at Banner Casa Grande Medical Center in Casa Grande, Arizona. 34-year-old Caitlin Nicholas has been working on a hospital floor that handles a variety of medical treatments and surgeries. Most recently, she's been helping potential COVID-19 patients who are in what we call observational status. That means they're awaiting results of their tests and being treated for symptoms. We caught up with Caitlin during a break to find out what her experience has been like so far. So we are, you know, we're recording this on Tuesday morning. And of course, the situation is so fluid that everything could change from day to day. I mean, you know, again, you're on the front lines here in Arizona, you know, helping to, to do all this. I mean, tell us tell us what Monday was like for you. Just a typical, I mean, not a typical Monday, obviously, but tell us what this Monday was like for you as an example. This Monday was very different than last Monday. You know, everybody's stress level is a little bit higher and we have a lot of patients that are coming in and out, some with really, um, really bold symptoms of the COVID-19 and some that are just more, you know, worried because they haven't been feeling well for a month. I mean, the more patients that we have that are actually rule out uh, COVID-19, we, we have to do a lot of extra work. So they have to be in isolated, isolated area. And um, we do have to wear PPE going in the room. Um, when we leave the room, we have certain precautions we have to take. And over a 13-hour day, you know, that becomes very tiring. So um, we all kind of have felt physically and mentally a little bit wounded. But we have a, such a great team in Castleground that, you know, it really makes the day um, worth it. And I know nobody regrets going to work, even during this crazy time. So um, for those folks who aren't in the medical industry that might be listening to this, um, can you talk a little bit about PPE and what that means? What, what Just the, you know, the basics of that? Yeah, so PPE is personal protective equipment or gear um, that we wear to protect ourselves, to protect the patient, and to protect anybody else that's not directly in that patient's room. And for the COVID-19 patients, we have to have extended PPE. So um, what that means is we have to wash our hands, of course, and then uh, we put on a gown, which covers um, basically the front and back of us from neck to almost to your shoes. We have to wear gloves. Uh, We have to wear a mask. And we also have to have a face shield or goggles with that. And that's so we don't have any... Um, sputum or, or which is like uh, spit saliva going to the eyes or the nose and you have to put that on before you enter the room and then once you're done with the patient you have to take all of it off the hard part becomes when you're going in and out of rooms frequently mm-hmm. you have to do that sometimes three four times in a row like if you're forgetting something that's outside of the room you have to take everything off you have to go back out wash your hands and then you have to do it all over again and if you have three or four patients that are on that precaution, it becomes most of your day. And it's very tiring. What's the atmosphere like, um, you know, on, on the floor where you work there um, compared to, say, you know, 
a month ago before we were really in the thick of this like we are now? I think the atmosphere in general, you know, as a healthcare provider, we, we are worried about ourselves and especially our families. But I actually have to say that we we have kept things really lighthearted. You know, we have all just come to realize that we're one big family and um, we all need each other, whether it's the nurses, the doctors, the EDS, the um, dietary, that we all just kind of took a step back and realized, like, we really all need each other. And so we've been trying to make it the best environment that we can. We've kept being positive. It's actually nice not having to be around social media all day because that's really what, what becomes panicky. Mm. Um, so it's actually not been awful. We have such a good team, like I said. That's great to hear. And it's interesting you yeah. say that about social media. It's, um, it's sort of a weird combination that the memes and everything are pretty funny. Uh, but yeah. but but at the same time, there is that that that, that definite um, anxiety level you feel after uh, five or ten minutes of scrolling through your feed, right? Yeah, for sure. Like I sometimes feel like my days off, I feel more worried than I do being actually in the building in the middle of it. Wow! It's because of that, yeah, and that is a true statement. It's it's very true. That's fascinating. Yeah. And what are you and your, I mean, you've, you've talked a little bit about the way that, you know, the, the atmosphere, what are you, are, are there any specific, uh, like things that you and your colleagues are doing to retain your own sanity in this situation? Like say dur- <laughs> during, during your shift? We just, you know, we're just helping each other. We just kind of, I don't know. We just try to have the best time that we can while identifying how serious the situation is. Um, you know, just working together. Just, you know, having a, a light spirit, just doing what we have to do, it just makes the day go by so much better. But at the end of the day, you know, you, you start to physically feel um, tired. And I think it's just from putting on all the PPE and taking it off and kind of the more of like the manual labor that, that it's causing. It, you can definitely feel it when you get home. What are your What are your average shifts looking like for you? Is it 12 hours or? Yeah, so we... Generally work three days a week, 12-hour shifts, Mm -hmm. Um, but right now, you know, we've been all kind of picking up extra, Um, but sometimes you don't get out right at that 12-hour mark. Sometimes we're there um, 13, 13 and a half hours a day, so it just depends. Probably a stupid question, but that, let's say a 12-hour shift now versus a 12-hour shift a month ago, uh, that's got to feel a whole lot different, I'm sure. It does, and I felt that yesterday when I went home. I felt um, very tired. I felt sore. And I've been a nurse for 10 years, and I think I felt I felt it the most yesterday. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I know you had, um, uh, you had texted me last night saying that I just, I was reading between the lines there that you were, you were pretty, you were pretty beat. I was. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I could have went through an interview at that time, but <laughs> <laughs> thank you for respecting my time. Oh, <laughs> sure. Yeah. No, you were, uh, what's the phrase I heard recently? You were beat up from the feet up, right? Absolutely. <laughs> for you and your colleagues in, in the you know on the on the the front lines there, where do you find hope and how do you remain hopeful in this really difficult situation? I remain hopeful, you know, because I have a family at home. I have friends. Me and my colleagues have to remain hopeful because this isn't something that anybody wants to um, have for a, long, a prolonged period of time. So um, we try to put our own anxiety aside 
And we try to remain positive, not only for ourselves, but for other people. Because I, I do believe that everybody needs somebody to kind of wear that brave face and tell them it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in order for us to tell our patients that, we have to believe it too. And so that's what's kind of been, um, you know, keeping me calm and able to go to work every day is just knowing that we will we will get out of this. You know, we we will figure out a way to contain this virus and we will move on. It might take a little bit of time, but... I think it's going to take a lot of teamwork. It's going to take people listening and, and we will get out of it. I think you're absolutely right. And I think, I think it's so important that, as you said, we just keep reminding one another to have faith that we'll get through this. Um, you know, we certainly can't beat this virus simply with hope, but as long as we keep hope, then this virus won't beat us, you know, right? there's, exactly. there's something perhaps equally scaring and strangely comforting to me at least in the fact that the whole world is collectively going through this battle against a a common you know albeit invisible enemy together i mean we are all in this together you know across the globe and i don't know if you feel the same way but i do i really believe that i really believe that this whole thing is there's going to be something good that comes out of this and it's going to be people taking a minute to help other people or maybe slow down on social media or not really care about what we look like, you know, or maybe helping somebody else more than we would before. Are there, is there any moment that stands out to you as especially, especially meaningful that's happened so far that you know that you'll remember for a long time? We all need one another. And I think this really has helped bring that light to a lot of that. And for me, that was like a huge takeaway. So I'll, I'll never forget that is how every single person is important. And we need every person, especially the people that, you know, are the ones that are stocking the shelves or the people that are stocking our supplies or feeding us food or, you know, cleaning the rooms. Like everybody is just so important. How about in terms of uh, the patients? I mean, what I mean, what, what kind of a feedback are you getting I mean, this is scary stuff. I mean, are, are people, you know, are the patients that are presenting with, you know, symptoms, whether we, we know yet that they're um, positive or not? I mean, is there a sort of this collective anxiety or is it or is it a little bit um, less than what you would expect? It's actually been less than what I expected. I mean, um, people, of course, are anxious to get their results because for a while it was taking a long time and now we're actually um, getting faster at getting the results back. But it hasn't been any kind of hysterics. People have, you know, accepted their positive or negative and, you know, they're, they're going to follow the, the precautions that they need to take and just go from there. Well, I hope uh, in between your your um, really busy shifts there that you're getting some time to um, to spend with your family uh, at home and um, certainly um, getting some much needed rest. And um, thank you so much for being on the front lines and, and for all that you and your colleagues are doing to to save lives. Uh, we really appreciate you taking the time to talk with us and um, just get some rest. And um, you know, we know you'll be back at it again at the hospital. And uh, we again, we just greatly appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. For Banner Health, I'm Corey Schubert, and this is Bedside Stories. We know you'll keep doing your best to stay safe and healthy, friends, and take care of one another. We'll all keep staying vigilant with social distancing, practicing good hand hygiene, and just keep doing everything we can to help flatten the curve. Thanks for all you all are doing to protect our most vulnerable citizens and medical professionals like Caitlin. 
If you like this episode, we invite you to click on that subscribe button for this podcast. You can also check out all of our previous episodes on your favorite podcast platform. Production support for this episode is provided by Eric Joel Lafuente. For more information about Banner Health, including ways you can help our healthcare workers, especially during this difficult time, visit us online at bannerhealth.com.